Greetings, brave listeners! Have your ears been craving the thrilling nourishment of action? The sublime creaminess of excitement? The sweet oral pleasure of tales of the extraordinary! We're back, and we're ready to give you what you crave! Action, creaminess, and pleasure will meet in vampires and werewolves and bears! Oh my! As with modern civilization itself, our tale begins just outside Istanbul, the city of the Seven Hills, aboard a train car on the famed Orient Express. I hope you like prepositions, folks, cause we're full of them! And within that train car, inside a compartment, Perched upon their seats are little Dickie Broughton and his friend, super scientist Heinrich von Kliegel, engaging in idle chit-chat. And so that was how I created the Mecca Miner. Unfortunately, Oklahoma thought the price tag was too high, so I never got to use them in action. It would have saved a lot of lives, I think especially during that mine explosion last year. Wait, wait one moment, Doctor. Oklahoma's mines are especially gassy, don't you know? No, and I didn't want to. Are you telling me that the automaton that kidnapped me in Turkey, that kidnapped you, was your own creation? Indeed. Adonis apologized often about that. For shoving you in the belly of a metal monster? No, no, no. For using my designs without asking. He felt just terrible about it. I told him that it was all right, so long as somebody was getting a use out of them. Although, now that you mention it, he never did apologize for the kidnapping. Hmm. Well, no use dwelling on it now. We've escaped that madman's island prison and are safe at home. On a train. Don't get cheeky. And at the end of this trip, I shall be home in dear old Blighty once more. Still not home for me, good man. But we're in control of our own destinies, my good doctor. We have our freedom. Anywhere is home when you're free. Well put. Are you sure you're not American? How dare you, sir? Come now. What's wrong with being American? Hey! I see you fellas have some spots open in your room. Mind if I join you? Won't be a bother, I promise. Well, I, uh... It would be our pleasure, madame. Have a seat. Oh, swell. Daniel! Over here! Wonderful. There's two of you, then. You betcha. Hi there, folks. I hope we're not intruding. Oh, get your silly bum in here, mister. Come on, you. Thank you, Beverly. Daniel's here a big old scientist, he is. Uh, a historian, specifically? I don't believe history is a science. Well, then, you believe wrong, sir. We follow the same method... Hypothesis, experimentation, and research is prescribed by the scientific method. All right, all right, no need to get defensive. Daniel's a lion in sheep's clothing, I tell you. Don't get him riled up. Oh. And what aspect of history do you specialize in, young man? Uh, that would be sigillography, actually. Ah, sigillography. You know it? I do not. Oh. He studies seals. Ah, pesky little buggers they are. We recently spent a day swimming through the Mediterranean. The sea was lousy with them, like filthy mongrels. No, I don't think... Uh, Sigils, not seals, the animals. Seals as in, you know... Those thingies on old letters. Ah, sounds fascinating. 
You think? I usually just drift off when he starts talking about all that goobly gawk myself. And might we have the pleasure of your name, madame? Oh, goodness! How rude of me! I'm Daniel's sister, Beverly. Beverly Valverla. How charming. I'm sorry, what? Valverla, with a W. Oh, is that German? Austrian, but I guess that's the same thing, isn't it, though? Oh, dear Lord. What's that? Nothing, Miss Valverla. Ah, but I am famished. I think the doctor and I shall retire to the dining coach. A doctor? How impressive. I like to think so, sure. I'm Dr. Heinrich von Kliegel, and this is... It looks like your friend left without you. Well, how rude. Well, I suppose we'll just have to get down to some chit-chat without him. I tell you what. And, uh, what are you a doctor of, sir? Ah, that's a long story. Did I ever tell you about how Personology! Excuse me? Do you study bears? I'm getting that sense of the rugged from you. Oh, yeah, definitely with the gur and the rower. Um... I should say. Though I suppose it's always morning somewhere, particularly when one wakes up in a strange bed. I don't know who you are, doll, and I don't know how I got here, but you messed with the wrong copper. Are you always so angry? I wonder who started the fight, you or the bear? Bear? I... I remember something. Teeth. Oh, I was in the woods in northern Vermont, trying to drink at the river, and I... Oh, no. Hold on there, stranger. You should stay in bed. Like hell I should. Where are you going? It can't be. It can't be. Can't be what? Oh, no. I'm still in Vermont! Oh, is that so bad? Oh, hell yes it is! I grew up in New York! I live in Los Angeles! All I know is the city! So yes, it is so bad! Where are all the buildings? It's just goddamn trees everywhere! You are not well, stranger. Oh, God, do you smell that? Smell what? I don't smell anything. Exactly. Where's the car exhaust or the urine-soaked pavement? It's like an absence of smells here. It's like oblivion. Oh, come on. I've awoken in some kind of hell where there are no traffic and no speakeasies, where bears maul you by rivers and strange women wake up in bed with me. Wait a second. Oh, don't flatter yourself. It just so happens there is but one bed in this cabin, and I'm not giving that up for some comatose bear bait. Oh, so, uh, you didn't do anything, uh, unsavory? Trust me, no. Though that beard made a good hand warmer. Beard? What? Oh, oh, God, get it off! Get it off! Are you always like this? Oh, it itches! God, I hate beards! Could have fooled me. You had quite the five o'clock shadow when I found you. Underneath the blood. I'm a police detective. You're not gonna get a lot of street respect with clean... Did you say blood? Yes, from the aforementioned bear attack. How am I still... Did you fight the bear? Don't be silly. I may be an outdoorsy woman, but I'm no bear wrestler. I just knocked him out with one of these. Catch. Ethel's ether. The only ether you... Hey, my friend uses this stuff all the time. You don't look like the vigilante type. (laughs) You're right, I'm not. I'm Ethel. Uh, Really? Looks like we've got a lot of catching up to do, Officer Sullivan. How do you know my... Wallet. On the dresser there. 
How about we have a nice game of 20 questions over dinner, hmm? Well, I guess I could go for some grubs, sure. Very good. I'll go round us up some deer in the forest. You can chop the firewood. Are you serious? Catch. An axe? I guess you are serious. As serious as this rifle. Now get to work, constable. Mama's going hunting. And speaking of hunting, let's go hunting for savings. Crikey, but it's thick. Yeah. I, I can't, can't see, see my own... Hey, you're here too. I, yeah, I didn't even see you coming up on me. It's so thick in this bush. Help! I'm trapped. I hear a baby. I can't get out of the bush. Mummy! Oh, no. You think it might be one of them dingoes using the baby oh, trap? Could very well be, mate. Mummy, it's so dark. Oh, I've been bitten once before by a dingo with a baby. I can hear you out there! I can't see blasted anything through this bush. Uh, you have any way through here? I don't, but wait. Wait, I saw something a bit back here. I've been shipwrecked here for the past 25 years, and all I've had to defend myself in this strange wilds is this large pair of shears this admiral gave me. Where, where did he come from? Oh, he was just squatting back there. Is that you, Daddy? What? Do you hear that? It's a dingo baby trap. He must save it immediately! No. Wow, but those things do cut fast, do they? Look at that. It's magic. I've never seen such a shorn bush. Oh, there's the child. I'm so cold. Crikey, it really is a baby. Well, thank God we had these bush trimmings and we would have let it die. What? We've got to take this back home. I guess you'll mind then, child. I'll name you Dickie. Try Admiral Furry's bush trimmers. The only bush trimmers you can use on dingoes. Be sure to get yours on layaway in time for the Christmas season. And now, back to our tale, and back to the famed Orient Express, as it cuts across the Bulgarian countryside at night. The calm exterior of the train is deceptive, however. Inside the luxurious restaurant coach, a raucous cocktail party is in full swing, centered around two men engaged in a battle of strength. You having a prayer, son? Best give in to the inevitable. Speak for yourself, Monty, old boy. Only my mother calls me that little dicky. Tell you what, you may continue calling me that without violent reprisal, and I shall do the same with Monty. Deal? Only if you win this here arm wrestling contest, which is rather doubtful. Certainly, unless I am just toying with you. I am much stronger than I look. Remind me to tell you of my time spelunking in Patagonia, Monty. I say, you do get around, don't you? You're busier than a one-legged man at a butt-kicking contest by the sound of it. Um, uh, thank you? (laughs) It's funny you should mention Patagonia. I think you should meet my new acquaintance, Miss Drake. Is that the Amazonian woman in the corner booth? (laughs) Close enough. That would be her bodyguard, the Patagonian. Ah, yes. I encountered a tribe there of similar giantesses. They captured me and threatened to kill me in numerous horrific ways. Sounds a might unpleasant. Just don't ask what a snoo-snoo means. Miss Drake! I'd like you to meet a fine fellow I just happened upon at the bar. I am familiar enough with Mr. Broughton Montgomery. No. Oh? I do have a bit of a reputation, particularly amongst the ladies. And amongst the native peoples of the world that you have fleeced of their many ancient relics. Oh, we're on that tack, are we? 
Are you going to give me another lecture about how it's wrong to plunder the tombs of long-dead kings and how I'm raping cultures, blah, blah, blah? <laughs> Not at all, little Dicky. That would make me a hypocrite. I'm sorry, wait one moment. Are you Vanessa Drake, the Silver Fox? Is that what they call me? At least in Russia, yes. Ah, Russia. I remember the Bolsheviks were an especially thorny pain in my lady parts. No need to be vulgar. Says you. I say, do you all feel that? Like we're slowing down or something? Messieurs and mademoiselles, the train is now approaching the station in Ruse, where the ferry awaits to bring you across the Danube. Please to collect your things and... Excuse me? Ferry? Is this not the non-stop service? No, monsieur. As I have told you many times during your rowdy displays of ape-like manliness this evening, we are en route through Armenia. No need to be snarky, old man. You also may have wanted to actually read the tickets you have been in possession of this entire trip. They can be quite insightful. I say. Again, I ask you all to gather your things and queue up at the ferry terminal outside. No doubt we have already entered the station in the time it took for me to entertain this illiterate fool's questions. Adieu. And I thought the Turks were rude. My boy, no one outdoes the Normans, even you Americans, though not for lack of trying. Dern Putin! You boys want some time alone? Isidore and I should get back to our room. Uh, hold on, folks. You, you hear that? Hear what? That, uh, machinery sound. We're on a train, Montgomery. Aye, but a train that has stopped. Oh. Oh, indeed. Incoming! What's going on? I think I might know. Help! It's some kind of monster! Get to the ferry, Monty. I'll handle this. Like hell you will! I came here for some adventure and I ain't seen one in a month of Sundays. Ain't no one stopping me now. It is Frankenstein. Frankenstein's monster has come for us all. Oh, don't be ridiculous. I'm sure it's just... The Mecha Miner. Doctor? What, what happened? Is it Stavros? It would appear so, young man. He must have followed us. Oh, sweet Christmas. Did you see that? It was a big old metal man there. Oh, just ripped open the side of the coach and started grabbing, I tell you. Uh, almost got me, too. Ripped my jacket right off and stuffed it in the beast's stomach. It was horrible. Oh, there, there, Danny boy. You're safe now. Just put your head right here on Bev's bosom. Shh. You are siblings, right? Of course, silly. Can't you tell? Uh, I take it these are your friends, Dickie? That's pushing it. I would recommend a hasty retreat. As you already know, I'm sure, the ferry is leaving for Romania. You knew about the ferry? Of course. It says right here on our tickets. Uh-oh. Look! The wall! Ah! It's coming! Doctor, hurry! If the automaton is after us, we'd best lure it away. To where? As you said, the ferry. But good plan, Dickie. I'll slow it down. How? Hitting it, of course. Real hard. Go! But... Get on the stick, son! I'm going to show this here walking bucket one of my haymakers. Yeah! Oh, wow. That is one thick. Oh, goodness. Knocked him halfway to Mars there, didn't he? Oh, come on now, Daniel. That ferry's leaving and so are we. Hold the boat. Hold the boat. Get on, Professor. The automaton's right behind you. But I don't think. Oh. Monty, how'd you get here ahead of us? I flew. 
Not by choice. <laughs> it's getting closer. We're on! Go! Shove off, Capitan! Hurry! We're moving! Oh, look at that big metal doofus still following us. Don't you wish you could swim now, Mr. Monster? Oh, actually... Oh, my! I was trying to tell you all. The Mega Miner has an airtight torso compartment. You mean... It can float. Applesauce. And its feet are like giant fins. Oh, come now. Why would you design such a thing? It was thought that if a mine were to flood, the Mecha Miner could navigate the underwater tunnels, of course. Have you never been in a mine? I could tell you. Not now. Everyone brace for impact. Dickie! Help! It's climbing aboard! Somebody! Holy Mary and Joseph! Something hit it! Not something, someone. Dear Lord, woman, that elephant gun is bigger than you. Then it's a good thing Isadora's propping me up. Look! She's put a hole in the thing! And I have another shot to go. Duck! Oh, well! Knocked that fella right off the boat! That hole should be filling up with water right about now, I think. Oh, poor little machine man. Wait, where's Broughton? Oh, no. Dicky, Dicky, Don't worry, he'll be back. Oh, awfully confident. The man could be drowning. Oh, we've thought him dead plenty of times. It's best to just assume he's not. I say hello. Anyone care to throw me a Kisby ring? See? What the hell? I- is it back? That came from under the boat. He must have grabbed on as it sank. It's punching a hole in the bottom of the... I'll just wait here for you then, eh? Looks like you'll be joining me soon. Hold on, folks! We're going down! Well, well, well. It looks like our heroes are in a spot of trouble. But then, this is just the first episode. If things were fine, then it would be a very short tale indeed. Want to find out who survives the daring danger on the Danube? Or perhaps you'd care to see how Detective Sullivan survives the mind-numbing boredom of rural Vermont? Well then, you'll have to join us next Monday at 7pm in Culver City, at the Spot on Overland, when we present Episode 2 of Vampires and Werewolves and Bears! Oh my! Only on Tales of... 